Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody, and happy Aloha Friday, setting up to be a beautiful day today. Our live Zephyr Cam showing a pleasant start to the day here in Waikiki, dry conditions. And for the majority of the state, we are seeing the dry conditions. Not going to wake up to completely sunny skies, though. We do still have some lingering moisture near the state, thanks to that old frontal boundary that's still just between Oahu and Maui County. So it's mainly the central islands waking up to extra cloud cover. Uh, but we're expecting to see some afternoon clouds and showers statewide. The clouds that we're seeing for the most part here on satellite are high clouds, upper level clouds, block the sunshine. Don't bring us rainfall, though. So just going to be leading to maybe a gloomier start to the day. But also, as we know, high clouds lead to really beautiful conditions in terms of sunrises and sunsets. So if you guys do see any beautiful colors out there, make sure you take a picture. As you can see, though, it's lightened up. It's not those widespread upper level clouds that we saw two days ago that were really concentrated as well. There's just a few spotty high clouds that are going to be streaming over us. So gorgeous conditions. Unfortunately, not so gorgeous. Our trade winds are gone. That's right. We have an approaching cold front that's weakening the pressure gradient and in turn weakening our winds. Winds not strong enough to fight off the sea breezes. Afternoon heating heats up the air above the land. It rises, creates afternoon clouds and showers. That's the weather pattern we're going to be in today and tomorrow. Good news is, though, trade winds making a gentle return on Sunday. Not going to be back too strong, but they'll be blowing up to about 15 miles an hour. Now, taking a look at the rainfall that we have right now, well, you can definitely see just by tracking the way that the rainfall is moving, the fact that our winds are not here. So it's like a light, it looks like southeasterly flow, kind of lingering in this direction and slowly pushing up from the south. So it's definitely going to be a muggier day today. As you can see, though, some of the rainfall coming up from the south. So there's a chance we could start out with some morning spotty showers for the leeward sections and also the windward areas. But again, it's really those sea breezes expected to take over. That's going to be really leading to more of the cloud cover and rainfall development today. Now take a look at this future satellite and radar. This model looking different than what we were seeing yesterday. This is a look at 6 a.m. on Saturday. And again, we do have an approaching cold front but the moisture associated with it, not as impressive as what we were looking at a couple days ago. Still looking at some rainfall to be impacting the state Saturday into Sunday, but it doesn't look too heavy or widespread. We're still looking at partly to mostly sunny skies through the weekend, but with a 30% chance of rain. So you may want to keep an umbrella on hand, but yes, we will still see plenty of sunshine. Happening now, firefighters have their hands full as brush fires rage across two states in Australia. We're getting a look at dramatic footage captured by a deputy captain as he drove through the flames in New South Wales. Australia's brush fire season officially started in September, much earlier than in previous years. There are currently more than 60 fires burning across the country, with that number likely to rise across the hot Australian summer. Meanwhile, massive floods have paralyzed parts of North England with roads and train lines closed and people stranded in a shopping mall unable to leave. 99 flood warnings have been issued after parts of the region received several weeks of rain in a single day. Roads in Yorkshire, Sheffield and the East Midlands are underwater as several rivers broke their banks after the sudden downpour. Waters are now said to be slowly receding.
Back here at home, new this morning, police have charged a 15-year-old girl for assaulting her teacher in Wahewa. It happened one week ago. According to police, that teenager assaulted her teacher who was performing her duties as an educational worker. A follow-up investigation was done yesterday, and the girl was arrested for assault. A U.S. post office worker has been charged with stealing mail containing marijuana. Court documents say Chad Kauhane stole 22 packages of mail between December 2018 and September 2019. The packages were intercepted by the post office because they were suspected of containing marijuana. They were sent to another facility for further inspection but never arrived. Court documents say video surveillance captured Kauhane removing the packages from a bin that sorts the packages before shipping. Records say Kauhane then admitted to stealing them. Federal agent Christopher Didi can be tried a third time in connection with the fight that led to the fatal shooting of a local man in Waikiki eight years ago, but it won't be for the most serious of the charges. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals says Christopher Didi can be retried, but only for assault. Past trials on murder and manslaughter over the killing of Colin Elders ended up in a hung jury, an acquittal, and a deadlock. Prosecutors went to the higher court after a federal judge in Hawaii initially said no to a third chance. All of this stems from the November 2011 incident in which Didi, a special agent in town for the APEC event and Elderts, got into a fight at a Waikiki McDonald's. It turned fatal when Didi fired his gun. Didi called it self-defense. Didi's attorney tells us, quote, Today's ruling brings us one step closer to ending this corrupt effort on the part of the prosecutors to win at all costs in this case. The prosecutors have said over and over assault does not apply. We will take whatever steps necessary to prevent a third trial. We'll continue to follow up on any new developments. Begin with breaking news overnight. One person is dead after an overnight shooting in Kalihi. Dallas Altaveras joins us live from the scene with the very latest. Good morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christine. That's right. Well, police are still here investigating what took place overnight at Kalihi Valley Housing. And what we're told so far is that a man was shot last night and rushed to a nearby hospital where he later died. Now, investigators say they are not looking for a suspect at the moment, and we're hearing that there may have been an arrest in this case already. But details are still developing at this point, and we're also told that EMS has uh, is working on the body and the victim and we're told that he may have been 19 years old so details are still developing at this point but just something to point out right here we were actually here at Kalihi Valley Housing where a shooting also took place about two weeks ago but we don't know if any of those situations are connected so as of right now this is what we know so far and of course you can read the latest on our website at khon2.com but we'll continue to keep you posted throughout wake up today 
a reminder, if you've been flying large flags and banners on your vehicle, you need to take them down. HPD says it will begin a crackdown this weekend. Now, according to the law, items on cars cannot cover a driver's license plate, cover a car's reflectors or vehicle lights, obstruct the view of a driver or interfere with a car, or hang out wider than the vehicle. While many people have been flying flags to so show support of Mauna Kea protesters and other activists, officers warn that larger ones can obstruct the driver's view and pose a distraction that can lead to accidents. Fines for breaking the laws can range from $70 to $97. A Kauai police officer could face charges after being arrested Saturday night for abuse of a family member while off duty. We're told officers responded to an incident shortly before 10 p.m. at a Kapa'a home that left a 28-year-old woman with non-life-threatening injuries. 29-year-old Royce Ka'alvai Jr. was taken into custody and released after posting $1,000 bail. He's been with the department for two years and is now on leave without pay. Hawaii Island police have identified the man who died Monday after falling 22 feet down a lava tube in his backyard. Investigators say 71-year-old Richard Hisashi Nishimoto was pronounced dead after they found him during a welfare check. They say Nishimoto was likely tree trimming in his yard when he fell through a soft area of ground into a lava tube. Experts say the tube located near Kaumana Cave was most likely created during the 1880 to 1881 Mauna Loa lava flow. A geologist says Nishimoto likely fell through a skylight, which is a hole in the ceiling of a lava tube. Skylights form naturally either during the eruption or after the eruption. If the whole area is overgrown and you can't really see where you're walking, then, then it's hard to tell. Uh, sometimes tall trees will be growing out of skylights, so if it's an old flow, the trees may actually have their bases in the skylight and, and you know, coming up out of it. Scott Rowland warns those who live or walk near previously active lava flows should watch their step. Friends of Nishimoto say he was a former USC professor who loved to travel. Well, the recall of hundreds of vegetables sold under numerous brand names continues to grow. Man Packing Company issued the voluntary recall earlier this week over listeria concerns. In response, Whole Foods announced it's pulling multiple products from its stores in the U.S., and that includes here in Hawaii. Safeway also says a handful of Hawaii stores were impacted by this recall, and the products were pulled from shelves. So far, no illnesses have been reported. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 8 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.